Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and a pig's head told us to drink all this beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And, and we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading Lord of the Flies by William Golding. And starting with a beer. Jimmy, you brought this. This is Decadent. Double Toasted Marshmallow? Did I say? I can't say. Yeah, Double Toasted Marshmallow. Double Toasted Marshmallow. Which is an exciting looking beer. It is a Double India Pale Ale. It's, re- it's filled with real marshmallows. Brewed with turbinado, coconut, muscovado sugars, and Madagascar vanilla bean. Man, I don't know half those words. Where's the marshmallow? Well, isn't marshmallow just sort of sugar in a, in a puff form? It's yeah, a, only in its best form. It smells like an IPA, like a citrusy kind of smell. And that is a weird beer. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. It, it does <laughs> taste a little bit like marshmallow. It tastes like a burnt marshmallow. It tastes it like the Stay Puffed yeah. Doughboy jizzed in your mouth it tastes from the like end of <laughs> Ghostbusters. It tastes like uh, when you leave all the Lucky Charms at the bottom of the bag, and then you eat just the marshmallows at the end when you're a little kid. It tastes like that Pillsbury Doughboy smegma. It is intense. It's really good, though. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, this, is, this is one of the more unique things I've had inside my mouth. It tastes like a diabetic's piss. It's just <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, in my in the best so of hear. all possible ways, <laughs> potential sponsor. <laughs> that is a really strange beer. Insulinpumps.com. <laughs> it does taste like marshmallow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is that is witchcraft, as far as I'm concerned. That is really weird. I like it a lot. I, I did weird not know what fuck. to expect about that, but I am pleasantly surprised. That I thought it was going to be terrible. Nothing I want more less than marshmallow flavored beer. Somehow they made it work. I've had beers with marshmallows in it, and you don't taste the marshmallow. Marshmallows in it, like floating. Yeah, like this. No, <laughs> brewed with so blah 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 and marshmallows, and you're like sweet. Okay. And then you have it, and you're like, there's. No so this one doesn't say that the marshmallows are actually involved in the brewing. It's just no. like a, they just made it taste like it. It's impressive. I can't read it. It's dark. <laughs> the can's really dark. It is really dark. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so what does this have to do with Lord of the Flies? You mean, what's that? Okay, actually, this beer. The beer that we've been talking about. Double toasted marshmallow. There's no marshmallows in the book (laughs) at all, as far as I know. Single or double toasted? No amount of toasted marshmallows. But there is fire in the book. Campfires, even. Campfires on which you would normally toast marshmallows. I mean, theoretically. I don't know if people still do that, but. Totally do. Yeah. Nate and I have done it. Have we toasted marshmallows? We've, we've, like, cooked sausages on open flames. No that doubt. is not a marshmallow. Backyard, yeah. we haven't done, I don't think we've done s'mores or anything like that. We're going to have to remedy that. Well, Summer. they do this on... There's campfires in the book because it's about a bunch of kids who crash on an island and have to just do their thing. Survive is their thing. Spoiler. I mean, sometimes they just do their thing. There's a lot of them don't survive. I mean, not a lot of them, but so a bunch of them don't survive. More than a comfortable amount don't survive. So apparently... There's like this is there's a war going on and they're the plane gets shot down. And so mm. all of the but all of the adults are dead. And so it's really just English schoolboys. <laughs> We're like on a choir retreat or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Flying in a choir contest. And so they're stranded on this island and they have to survive. Yeah. In the you know, wherever the fuck it is. Assuming I guess like the Pacific somewhere. Mm-hmm. The kind it's of in place the ocean. Well, it's the kind of place where you'd find tropical uninhabited islands. Yeah. They're not in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. They're not between, they're not in the English Channel. No. That would be very yeah. surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, those islands are inhabited. They're called the Channel Islands. That's why, yeah. <laughs> and they're crown dependencies. You say so. It's true. I don't know what that means. Uh, no one knows. Nobody knows. They, like, they have the queen, but they don't have the queen. They use the pound, but they also use their own dollar. It's a bunch of, bunch of bullshit. I was there a couple summers ago. Nonsense. It's weird. I don't like that. No one does. Make up your mind, Channel Islands. That's right. We can say Guernsey. that because you're not listening to this. Hey, but about if like, you are, you know, like offending them, both people there are whatever. Fuck them. Keep your British stiff upper lip and just deal with it. But give, but give us five stars on iTunes. Yes, for speaking the truth. Is there like I'm trying to think if there's like a Britishy funny word for star? They say <laughs> like five pentacles. Pointy sunball. <laughs> Yes. That's it. People yep. of Jersey and Sark and Guernsey and the other Channel Islands. I don't want to have a little bit more of that beer. But they also, they're, they're on the island, and they are children who are either middle school age or even younger. Yeah. Yeah. No one's, no one's really older than 11 or 12. 12 There's a bunch most. of kids that are like six. The little ones. Yeah, they're really little. So little. Well, I mean, like you can assume in certain circumstances, like, yeah, some kids died. That's going to happen. They're children. 
but they murder each other. Yeah, that too. It's not like a couple of kids die of dysentery. They fucking kill each other. Yeah, so anyway, um, the kids, they need to survive. And so a bunch of things happen. What happens sort of right, right at the very beginning is somebody finds this big shell on the beach, and it's called a conch. Yeah, exactly. It makes, it makes like a trumpet sound, <laughs> and Ralph, he, Ralph, right? Yeah, he's Ralph. the one who blows the conch, and everybody but hears he just met it. him. <laughs> Can we try and be a little bit serious? Just just for 60 seconds at a time. I said, I said he just met him. What, what was the lead? Oh, was the he blows blows the conch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed well nice. Where, the kids, they have to survive. And so <laughs> one kid named Ralph finds a shell <laughs> called a conch. It's like big... Anyway, <laughs> I can't even say it. it's a big hairy shell, <laughs> and he blows balls. it. <laughs> and when you're finished blowing it, it shoots out some of the salty water into and your all mouth. All the kids come because they want to do it next. <laughs> <laughs> what if you guys explain it? So one of the students, Ralph, finds the conch, and. Realizes you can make a cool little trumpet noise with it, and it's like the summoning, speaking sound thing, and gathers the his like choir kids to go try to figure out what the fuck is going on because the kids are scattered all over the island. I don't really understand how that happened, by the way. He just keeps he keeps making the sound, and all the kids come to. No, the sound. I understand how they came to the sound, but like, how did they all end up all over the island and still be alive? Like, if they were thrown from the plane. Ran. No, I think they just like got out of the plane and then just like ran around because they're kids. That's what I always imagined. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, also, like, they came back within a few minutes, so they weren't that far from each other. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, three days of looking for the kids. Good point. So he is the protagonist of the book, Ralph. Seems like the natural leader, and he's a nice kid. Except to Piggy. He's he's pretty much a dick to Piggy off the bat. Not as much as everyone else. Well, why? How is he a dick to Piggy off the bat? He's a very different kind of... He betrays Piggy in a way. Piggy's a He makes fun of Piggy to make everyone else like him for making fun of Piggy, too. Right. Well, Piggy, he doesn't, they don't know who Piggy is. He's the fat kid. No, but like, he, they, they, they don't know his name. Oh. And he's like, oh, well, oh, right. yeah, yeah. my name is, I don't even know what his name is. It says what his name is one time, and then they're like, yeah. Uh-huh. But he's like, but they used to They're Piggy that. now. Yeah, they, they, uh, I think they said they used to, is that the, they used to call oh, yeah, him Piggy? They used to well, call Piggy. me Piggy, but don't tell Piggy, anyone yeah. that. Piggy made really just a childhood boy faux pas by saying, please don't anyone call me Piggy. Like, <laughs> all right, dude, your name's Piggy from here out. Okay. Fuck you. You are Piggy. Even after you, you know, starve that weight off of you in the jungle here. He really doesn't starve that much weight off of him. No, it's true. Like, even throughout the end of the book, he's like, he's still like the fat kid. Well, it's only like four days. <laughs> Is it only it's four not days? That long I thought it was book. like at least a few weeks. I think it takes a little longer because they get, they get found. <coughs> at the, uh, spoiler. They get fi- found eventually. I think it's more than a few days. It's definitely more than a few days. Like, there's, a, there's, a, few, like, there's a few like time jumps in there where it's like, and then it was like this for a while. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely more than All a few right. days. Speaking of Piggy. Yeah, let's we'll slap it. that pork. Yep. This is uh, a, 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 I think we all had this in mind. Nate ended up buying it. Yeah, but Mike came over the first. This is pork slap. <laughs> this I is a pale ale by Butternuts Beer and Ale, an ale brewed with ginger that is four point three percent alcohol. It's a pale ale. Why is it called ginger. pork slap? Because they wanted to call it that. Right the there, there's no pig in it. There's no. <laughs> there's no pork in this beer. It's like they're really missing out on that. That's a fine. I, I do taste the ginger. It smells nice. Yeah, that's good. So I feel like everything's really going to be a letdown after that marshmallow beer. There's some other exciting things in here. Okay, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing else. There's not triple marshmallow in here, but there's other things <laughs> that are at least just interesting, not just standard paleos. I think this is fine. It's a good beer, again, for if I were hanging out in a jungle on an island. Be a fine beer to if drink. I was, if I was slapping a pig and I was drinking <laughs> this, I'd be like, this seems seems reasonable. <laughs> the ale to smack pigs by. I mean, there are so few. We have at least one more pig beer, so we'll say. Save it, yeah. So I mean, we got a lot of we got a lot of piggy talking to do. So that's true. All right. So what happens next? So Ralph calls everybody together and he says, "All right, let's elect a leader," and then they elect him, obviously. Except um, Jack. Except Jack. Jack's well, a dick. Uh, Ralph kind of says Jack something off. like, "We need, we need to, some people. We need different jobs, right? Some of you go make shelters. Some of you go be hunters. And some people go like build a fire. Put it, we'll put the fire on top of the little mountain, mountain, so that's you know, hopefully someone can see us, right? So, 
maintaining the fire is really important. Building shelters is important, and so is hunting. And so one of the other older kids named Jack decides to become sort of the lead hunter, and Jack and his group go off, and they hunt pigs. And they're actually really pretty successful at it. They hunt down a bunch of pigs and kill them. I feel them like they don't they even catch them. a pig until, like, a while in. It's a big fucking deal when they catch that pig. It's like a big success. Yeah, for sure. Because they've been trying to hunt, but... And they keep leaving the fire unattended to go hunt, and the fire goes out all the time, and they don't catch a pig. And Ralph is pissed because Ralph thinks the fire is the only way they're, only, they're ever going to get rescued. And Ralph's and the only reasonable child on this island. It. Except Piggy, I guess, is reasonable. He's just kind of a whiny bitch. He's the smartest kid. He's the brains of the operation. So it's because I think a lot of those ideas that Ralph enacts come from Piggy. Yeah. Like Piggy suggests things. He's a more charismatic Piggy. <laughs> yeah, the likable Piggy. He's also smaller. He's like a, he's like a piglet. So Jacks are out hunting, and then some people are building some shelters. Not that they're like good shelters or anything. I mean, it's hard but for a bunch of building a bunch of like yeah. young Basically, children yeah. to build <laughs> shelters on a beach. <laughs> and then uh, suddenly, like some of the, especially the little kids, they they're like screaming. They're like totally freaked out because they think there's something on the island with them. The thing, monster, some some the monster that they call the beastie. It's and very then, British. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, definitely the beastie, Lordy. <laughs> bish posh, bish posh. Yeah, so they call it the Beastie. <laughs> and then for a lot of the rest of the book, everyone's kind of sca- scared. Like, what if there is a Beastie? And it kind of freaks everybody out. And it's the sort of monster time. where they don't know anything about it specifically. Is it real? Is it not real? What does it look like? What, what does it, it really do? mean? It's pretty heavy-handed we'll symbolism. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So they're afraid of the Beastie. And the children start to divide into two groups. It's almost like it's hard to run a successful... Island colony with only nine-year-olds. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Like healthcare. Who knew it could be so complicated? Exactly. <laughs> oh, let's, you know, we're just children. And we're just getting our first pubes, the biggest ones of us, and we don't know how to run anything. Jack should be boss because he can sing a high C sharp. That's, that's how democracy works. That's true. I, I've seen it in action. That's why Mariah Carey is president. <laughs> <laughs> Barry White will never be president. No. Because he's dead. That's true. So they, they quickly start to divide and like who hangs out with Ralph and mm-hmm. follows what Ralph says and who follows what Jack says. And Jack is very, like, ultimately violent and mean and evil, but he's just like aggressive. He's kind of like an alpha bro 12-year-old. Yeah, he's more like doing the fun things on the island and shits all over anything that sounds remotely responsible. As opposed to the little kids who eat a lot of fruit and shit all over the island. <laughs> <laughs> And they keep yelling. It's like, guys, you have to shit in the shitting area. You're shitting all over the place where we sleep. It's gross. Please stop doing that. Like, that's an actual part of the book. Shit in the shitting place. <laughs> like, you would think they weren't house-trained children <laughs> when they left. They're like, oh, I just, just shit this <laughs> all on no toilet. There's no toilets anywhere. I better shit on the floor in front of my bed. <laughs> and that's why America founded its own country. <laughs> <laughs> These British kids were too much. So the kids are fucking idiots, and they start to divide themselves. And Ralph goes from being elected the leader to he's now in the minority group because he's not as charismatic or aggressive. Because or all the kids want to be hunters because they're, because they're nine-year-old boys. And that's cool. And it's a fun thing for them to go and kill the pig. It's not fun to watch the fire. No, to, to do, doing the responsible job is not fun at all. And Jack... Just like Clark. Even irresponsible jobs aren't very fun. Yeah. You know, unless there's like a job where I could just take dumps and complain... That'd be a great job. I'd be good at that job. <laughs> it's weirdly specific. I mean, just, I'm just trying to like, pick my, my strengths, you know? <laughs> my, my dad, when he worked for the DUP, would, they would test... He would take dumps and complain. They would test toilets for their water flow. By taking dumps. <laughs> and he said they would use a fecal simulant, throw it in the toilet and flush it, and then they would judge how well it does and how efficient it is. So that could literally, you could shit in those toilets and then complain about it. That sounds awesome. That might be a real thing, man. Sign him up. Sweet government job. Awesome. Just get in there. Union, union work. <laughs> oh, no, no. I only shit once a day. <laughs> I know my rights. Michael, well, you shit more than once a unless day. Unless I eat a whole lot of fruit on an <laughs> island. Just shit everywhere. <laughs> Just eat a bunch of potato pears. <laughs> Never again. So far, is this episode 37 or something like that? 36? Yeah, 37. Zero pairs. <laughs> Fuck those shits. You're going to have a pair, Michael. I'm not having a pair. Eat a pair. The only pair I have is the one I teabag your mom with. I mean, you could have other pairs, too. Good. 
like the pair of your moms that I shoot my <laughs> goat. I still haven't told her about this. I never hear something. <laughs> said, Mom, please, please don't listen to it ever. <laughs> Michael says terrible things about your tits. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. You want some, someone else to grab a beer? The know. kids get split up. Let's yep. have another beer. Let's yep. celebrate that. Yep. Here we go. What's that? They become lost souls. And that's beer is Evil Twin Lost Souls. And IPA, Jimmy, your favorite. Love it. And it is, uh, there's like nothing on here about 19%. It. No, it's 7% alcohol. That was pretty close. <laughs> yes, you just name was, any was, prime I was, number. I was talking metric. You better lose yourself in this IPA the moment. That's you what better says, never let it you go. You better lose yourself in this IPA, comma, the moment, dot, or comma, uh, period, fuck, period. You better own it, comma. You better never let it go. Like what? what? That's Eminem. Lose yourself? Is that really what it is? Yeah. That's what they're doing there? Yeah. You better never let it go. Well, you only got one shot. Oh, the vomit on my sweater. Yeah, spaghetti. I thought you were, like, joking about it. Like, oh, that's literally what they're talking about. Oh. It smells... It smells like kind of like caramel. It is a sweeter smell. Kind of just tastes like an IPA. Yeah, it smells way better than it tastes. It's a citrusy kind of beer. It, 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 it tastes fine. It smells fantastic. It smells good. Nothing remarkable about it. I don't really understand what the name has to do with the rest of it. Uh, pretty much nothing. Right, like Lost Souls. I mean, that's the kids on the island, but nothing about this book, uh, beer rather, is Lost Souls-ish. So then what happens? I think they're just I think they're just going for the uh, Eminem reference. But even it's not souls? really the title. You have to get the Eminem reference is on this really really tiny text on the side. Does, so yeah, I don't does know. he ever say the phrase "lost souls" in that song? No, never. I mean, I don't know, but never. I mean, it would have been better if they put "vomit sweater spaghetti ale." That's probably not a name that's going to sell well. I don't know. It, it was a ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous name beers. Like but vomit right sweater here. spaghetti is probably not a good name for anything you're going to eat. I don't know. If I saw that, I'd, I'd be my interest would be piqued. True. Hmm. Is it like with meatballs? I forget exactly what order things happen. Is it uh, does the does the parachutist land first, or do they kill the pig first? I feel like the, the parachutist kind first. of lands at some point, but I don't know if it's really in the plot. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he landed way before, and then and he was like rotten. Find him, yeah, because he was rotten by the time they find him. Or maybe he's not. Could I don't be. know. No, he's dead. I mean, he's dead, but is he rotten? He's got a helmet on, and they can't really see if he's, like, mush. Oh. Well, I don't know how much of him is intact, but he's been dead. I, I got he's the impression before they even were there. Yeah. But the pig is, like, a semi-climactic scene when they finally actually capture something. I mean, they, they, kill a, they kill a few pigs. But they kill the first one, it's, like, this cathartic murder scene. That, is that the right up his ass thing? Yeah. <laughs> what was that kid's name? Because that wasn't Jack. That was, like... His buddy. It was one of it was one of the lesser choir. He boys. might have had a name. Like, oh, right up her ass. Well, is that the same kid who's like sharpening a stick at both ends? Maybe the whole time. And then there's like those weird little twin kids. Sam and Eric. Sam and Eric. I mean, but they were on Ralph's team. Oh yeah. So they were good until the very end. Well, there's wait, hold on. There's also a thing with a the fire. Like they burn a whole shitload of jungle down, don't they? That's at the end. Okay, but they, yeah. but, there's, but there's a kid that they never see again. The kid with like the. The birthmark. <clears throat> well, they kill him in after during the war dance. Which we mm-hmm. there's a few kids that just die there. randomly. They just disappear. Like in the very beginning, there's a little kid who just disappears. <coughs> like I guess he's dead. One of the little ones. Yeah, and then there's funny. birthmark kid, and then there's Simon and. Uh, oh yeah, Simon. yeah, yeah. Simon's one who's like meditating. He's like Simon's like the, the weird mindfulness little, like, child. He's like the Keanu Reeves of the island. He's just doing his own thing, man. And then he I gets, know kung fu. And he gets stabbed to death. <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs> Whoa. Trinity, I love you too damn much. So anyway, let's just talk about some of these events, <laughs> whatever order they happen to be in. And this is a pretty big event when they when the hunters finally kill a pig and they <coughs> roast it, but then they also cut the head off and put the head on a stick and like put it in the sand. So there's just a head, a pig's head on the stick. And there are all these flies buzzing around it. And it was I think it's Ralph. Ralph says, it looks like the Lord of the Flies. Which is a name for, or translation of another name you may know. Beelzebub, the devil. So it definitely represents the devil. Which is the Egyptian name for Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Queen of the bees. 
And we all know bees are just flies with sweaters on. <laughs> flies that yes. have ambition to make honey. <laughs> yeah, so they anyway. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, this is all we could get. I think we'll probably get to this later, but uh, this is another one of like them very heavy-handed symbolism things in the mm-hmm. book, because which are one of the reasons why this is such a popular book for high school students to read. Yeah, because of the how to learn about symbolism. But so uh, if you get the, dick smacked in the face with a symbolism, you'll learn about it that way. So, uh, in, and um, the pig, or was it Ralph who thinks the pig's head is speaking to him? It's like speaking to his Simon. mind. You know, Simon, Simon just like stares at it. He Simon just sits is, in front Simon of is like the fucking like tripper kid who goes on his spirit journeys, vision quests. And he believes it's speaking to him, and then he there you go. crawls out, and everybody stabs him to death because they think they think he's the beastie. Right. right. At one point, all the kids just freak out, and they think they think they hear a, they, they hear a ruffling in the woods, and the beastie is a seventy-eight pound boy. And so they Sounds fucking gangbang him with spears. They they turn him into Swiss cheese, and no one seems to care except Piggy. It's like, hey, that was totally Simon. Everyone's like, nah, man, that was a monster. Cool. That was cool, well, man. let's never cool. speak of this again. <laughs> These aren't the boys you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Piggy is the only one who is seeing clearly on the island. Because he's got his specs. Oh, that's true. Another <laughs> pretty heavy symbolist thing. But he's the only one that sees things for what they really are and calls it out. And everybody just treats him like shit and calls him he's Piggy. Fat. <laughs> he's fat. He can't have any real opinions. He must be stupid. <laughs> he's a chubby boy. And then um, take survival advice from Chris Farley. <laughs> Chris Farley didn't take survival advice from Chris Farley. Look what happened Maybe to him. Maybe he did. <laughs> All right, so there's the big thing with Simon, one of the other boys. You mentioned it before, so let's drink this. Right. <clears throat> the kids, because they have this whole, um, you know, they sort of go into this big, like, well, war dance, and then they end up killing Simon. Yeah, they uh, get themselves all, like... Energized, yeah, exactly. riled up like shit. I gotta stab something to death, pretty much. And so the it's beer like a we're pep having, rally the beer for we're murder. Ha- the beer we're having is called War Dance. Oh, it's called Anthrax War Dance. It's and made by the band Anthrax, right? Yeah. Did they really? No, I have no idea. So it's made with I, I thrash. Think it is. <laughs> I mean, is it really? I guess it's written like that. It's written like it is. I mean, it's possible. It's also by Butternuts. Inspi- and inspired by the thrash metal band Anthrax. Their music isn't watered down, and neither is this beer. That's terrible. Yeah, I almost don't like it now, even though I've never had it yet. But, all right. So who the fuck makes this? Oh, butter, Butternuts. All right, that's not even much better. They make Pork Slap. Yeah. Butternuts. Apparently, they also like Anthrax. What kind of beer is this? What is this? Is it, it tastes like a pale ale. This is... Lightly. Yeah. Pale ale. Just as pale ale. It's kind of... Eh. Like all great things, about it. Anthrax and Wardance are both made in New York. Oh, God, it has Anthrax in it. <laughs> the secret ingredient is anthrax. Dry hopped with anthrax. Gar- Garrettsville, New York. I have no idea where that is. I mean, it's main up mainland New York. It's not Long Island. I don't think it's Long Island. No. no. That's that's Mitch. You know, I feel like we would have heard of it if it had been Long Island. There's only like six towns out there. There's quite a few in there. They all have fourteen. Yeah, Long Island's cool. It's just no. it's just the less cool part of Queens. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. They have the war dance. They have their weird thing. And at this point in the book, like, Ralph and Piggy... Piggy's still... Yeah, Piggy's there. Ralph and Piggy and Sam and Eric are their own little, like, subgroup. Everybody else has bailed because mm-hmm. of all that sweet, sweet pig meat on the <laughs> other side of the island. They're like, fuck this. I want to eat some sweet, sweet pork. Can't Which is fair, them. you know? It's fair. If someone was having awesome. a pork party and the other people were having shit all over their beds, I'd go to the pork party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's just... That's a given. Now, what if it was shit all over your beds, or pork and pork shit all over your beds, like big well, I mean, bacon dumps? The second day, maybe, but the first day, that wouldn't be an issue. But you know that those kids have not learned the error of their ways. They haven't stopped shitting everywhere. That's why you go somewhere else the third day. <laughs> There's only so much island. There's a lot of little kid shit. What they should have done is just kept taking dumps in the scar, right? The place where the plane crashed. Right. Or just yeah. poop in the ocean like an adult. Right. Nature on an takes island. Course. There's plenty of ocean out there to poop in. I mean, you got to wipe at that point. <laughs> but if you were a nine-year-old boy, what would be funnier? <laughs> taking a dump in the ocean or taking a dump right next to somebody you know? <laughs> I mean, that's, that would still be funny at the age of nine. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it right now. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I made you breakfast. <laughs> Pumpernickel. 
a little baked. <laughs> it's still a little doughy. <laughs> okay, we now have about 18 usable minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think those poop jokes are totally fine. No, no one could be offended <laughs> They're not by that. Offensive. They're just ridiculous. They're not any worse than the cheese puns. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids then. Uh, wait, hold on so they're next. they're basically split up into two camps now. Except, but it's not really everybody, equal. No, it's not equal. Almost everybody's really in Jack the Hunter's camp, and it's really just Simon's dead. It's Ralph, Piggy, Sam, and Eric. Except they abandoned him too, and maybe just a couple of other couple of other people. But it's really, and then it's really pretty much outright war, or more like the hunters are now hunting Ralph. They're straight up. Hun- well, well, they don't hunt him yet. They hunt him after they go look, and then bad things happen. They drop a rock. On, they drop a rock on Piggy. Right there, you go. So they, so the <laughs> hunters, they kill Piggy. They pull, they push a boulder off a cliff, and they smash his fat ass. Well, they break his glasses first, don't they? They, they break his glasses? his glasses in like they they raid their village or their camp, and they break his glasses, and then they go to like get back at them, like, hey guys, what the fuck, man? And instead of being reasonable, they kill Piggy with a rock. And they smash him with a boulder, and he falls into the sea. And his fucking brains spill out of his head. Yeah. yeah it, was, it escalated in violence very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because he was the brains. And then that's out. Like it's, again, with the, the, the symbolism. beat you over the head I'm symbolism. I'm really bad at symbolism, so yeah, I'm, I'm learning all this now. Well, he's like the smart one. And then they kill him, and his brains fall out of his I head. I will admit that I still use the phrase, to this day, sucks to your ass, Mar, with people <laughs> that have never read this book. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Suck, double like, sucks oh, to I can't do that. Well, well, sucks to your asmar. You might want to explain that. Piggy's got asmar. <laughs> I don't know why they say it that way. Because he says, I've got asthma. I was like, well, you've got asmar. That's like not even a pun. It's not even, it's not just you're just saying things stupid. Uh, if, you could, if you could squeeze the word ass into something, that's totally fine. I guess. When you're nine and there are no adults to stop you. Yeah, you can say ass. Yeah. Sucks to your asmar. But yeah, Piggy's dead. Yeah, they kill Piggy, which isn't. Which is fucked up, because Piggy was the one purely sympathetic character. Well, Simon was pretty sympathetic. He was just a weirdo. True. He was just, like, trying to do his own thing, man. Like, hang out, talk with the dead, severed pig head. (laughs) Kind of, like, slink around and talk to the dead body in a parachute. You know, he was really just a weird kid. He was like a young John Edwards, just speaking to the dead. I think that the president guy is like, what? No, I said he's he's not not, uh, cheating on his cancer-ridden wife or... Right, that guy did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I feel like we've actually talked about him before on the podcast. Oh, yeah, we did. Sweet. We haven't talked about... Well, we've also talked about the talking to the dead guy, actually. Yeah, because every time one comes up, the other one also comes up. Oh, God damn it. It's, how he, it's like he planned it. That's, that's a bad idea. This beer is one I brought. Since we're, we're going to pour this out for Piggy, this is from Radiant Pig Craft Beers. you got to pour some on the ground for Piggy. I'm not, I'm not wasting it. I'll, you know, we'll end up wasting a lot later, probably, but... <laughs> called Junior India Pale Ale, which works on two levels because, you know, pigs. And two, uh, they're fucking juniors. They're children. And it's a session IPA. So I, I will admit I don't have high hopes for this to be impressive. Does session imply it's not that impressive? Session just means that you could drink a bunch of them. It means it's lower in alcohol. But it doesn't mean it's not... I mean, it's, it's, it could be tasty, you know, it could be it's just alcohol, well-crafted. Alcohol thing. Yeah, but but if, if they lower the alcohol content, then everything else is probably minimal, too, or minimized as well. Tastes like beer. I should hope it's not a can of piss, you know? You never know, man. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it tastes like a fine pale ale. Yeah, it's a, it's a light IPA, I would call it that. I feel like when you call something a session IPA, you're just basically saying pale ale. Like you've taken the, the, the hoppy mm-hmm. craziness out of it. Yeah. It's just a pale ale. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fine beer. It's it's a good it's all right. hot day beer, barbecue beer. Hot day beer. I don't I think there's something gross about drinking beers specifically because you can drink a lot of them. There is an inherent classlessness of it. Right? Just like, this is this we is my brewed this, you can have fifteen of them. Yeah, like, that's weird. Don't don't I mean I'm, there may be days when I want to do that. But I don't need it Wednesdays. to be made for that. Wednesday. Like, you can drink a whole lot of good beers. It's very easy. You just regret it? Depends on if you remember doing it. What do you think of this, Nate? It's good. It's good. I like it. It has nothing to do with pigs in taste. No so pork in it, once again. 0 for 2 on pork beers. There's a missing real opportunity with pork and beer. But it, the junior parallel that's in the session IPA, I get it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It just kind of is. So yeah. we can knock out the rest of the plot because not really a whole heck of a lot more happens. 
So then right. they hunt Ralph. Yeah, they basically just hunt Ralph down, and they try. To well, well, this is where he's him. hiding, and they're chasing him, and they're looking for him, and, he, and he like, eventually he like kills a kid. Oh yeah, Ralph. Ralph kills. Yeah, Ralph kills one of the yeah, one of the like hunters. Someone creeps up on the bushes, and he fucking runs a spear through him. Yep. Maybe he doesn't die, but I mean, it's kind of implied that he dies. Oh, they don't then, have band aids. And then this is the part where the hunters. Then this is where they set the whole jungle on fire. Right. Oh, That's their yeah. way to get Ralph. Yeah. Oh, they're burn just it all set down. the whole thing down so Ralph can't hide. And then Ralph runs out onto the beach trying to run away. And he's like, and then there are two soldiers there, like two adults. And they're just come from a, from a Navy ship. And they've come to rescue them. It's and, the fire. Yeah, but it's out the fire, I guess. Um, and, the, 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 and, the sh- and the sailor, who's also English, happens to be, says, what is going on here? What's happened? Oh, my God. And Ralph just, just immediately just starts to cry. And he pretty much doesn't say anything. He weeps for the darkness in a man's heart. Yeah, exactly. The death of innocence. Yeah. And that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the soldier says, turns like, I, away. He doesn't look at the young British boys crying. It's weak. Doesn't he say so? Doesn't the soldier say something like, I expected better? Yeah, it's kind uh, of a I, dick move. I expected better, better of British, of English children. It's like, you children should have been fine on this island by yourself for a long time. Mm-hmm. He can sing a high C sharp. That's <laughs> all <laughs> so you need. Yeah, that was, he's a douche. But he was also, you know, like an infantry, infantryman, not paid for his tact or child psychology skills. That's true. There's a guy who's been like browbeaten by the military. But it probably is indicative of other statements about just British childhood. Like what their expectations are of a child, like you will act like a, lost a on small an adult. Put yourself Stiff together. Up and keep calm and carry on. Co-colonize. They were expecting them to set up a mercantilist economy on that island and start sending raw materials back to the mother country. Tell the pigs to produce for you. <laughs> That's where the interesting part of the book is for me. Like the plot, I thought was fine. I mean, I've read it twice now. But the reason why this is an important book and why everybody, why didn't he, he won a what a Nobel Prize? Well, he wins the Nobel Prize, but you know the Nobel Prize is like a lifetime achievement award. But so it's mostly for this. Is his I don't big, even know what right? book this dude wrote. Well, he won the he won the Booker in 1980 or so for a book called Rites of Passage. Uh, I've six actually, years later. I've read a different book of his called The Inheritors, which is a book that came after this, which is about Neanderthals. The reason why this is an important book is because what is the what the book is really about? It's not which is more than just you know some kids on an island. It's all the symbolism. It's the sort of the philosophy behind it. That people are inherently bad. Yeah, and exactly. Dangerous. This guy, uh, William Golding, is definitely a follower of Hobbes. Thomas Hobbes. William Golding was in World War II. Yeah, he Jimmy's was a, out of his element. Yeah. He was a I soldier. He Hobbes. did something, <laughs> something related to uh, D-Day. I don't know if he was on the beach on D-Day, but he, he definitely went he through World War shit. II. He saw how horrible humans could be to each other. Um, and just absolutely destroy each other in, in so many different ways. And sort of his philosophy is that this lurks in everyone. Everyone has that capacity and that inherently man is bad. Well, like good, like Rousseau would have said, that inherently man is bad in the state of nature. The serious uh, cynicism there. Yeah, for sure. I think that people are incapable. But then that fucking logic falls apart very quickly. Because then why isn't everything just chaos? Because we have well, according rules to Hobbes, and civilization. According to Hobbes, but like if you put a bunch of people on the island, they're going to do some crazy shit. Yeah, but but man invents civilization. Civilization was not given to man. Yeah, but it took a long time. Right, but why would it happen at all if it wasn't helpful to man's nature? Because there were a lot of them. But I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I these are not new arguments. But so according to Hobbes, <laughs> um, he would have Bruce and short. Yeah, right. Exactly. He would have said that the reason why you need a strong government in society is to restrain people's natural tendencies to be completely evil and awful to each other, and that's that's what government does by having by having strict rules, and that that's the purpose. And so you could, but in the book, you can sort of see Ralph trying to create civilization, trying to create sort of the the government, and to actually do the not fun but totally necessary things like keep the fire going, build shelters. And but also but other people like Jack, they just want power. They just want. I I mean I guess I could see that where it's not like everyone is just the worst, but the rules of civilization do help to control people who would otherwise do terrible things. Mm-hmm. And you take that away, those people are free to do whatever the fuck they want, and the rest of people are dumb and will follow. I don't believe that, man. I'm not all of them, but a lot of people. Well, think of like we have laws that. Per, you know, prevent certain types of violent crime. And people still do them all the time. Right, but so it tells you that the law is ineffective against certain people, right? They're going to do it whether it's okay or not. 
But I don't think that means that the people who don't commit murder are only not murdering because it's illegal. No, certainly. Well, hold on. What happens when government really does totally break down? Like, what was, like, New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina? It was All looting. Exactly. It was mass chaos. Every single dystopian, like, apocalypse movie is never like, and then they came together and made a new parliament. It was always like, every man for yourself, everybody eat a dick. Or a strong man comes in and tells them what to do. Yeah. But now the or people, the, be careful with the New war. Orleans thing because people are going to tell you that, like, those, those people are trying to survive. And, well, like, that's, that's true. That's like a few days, a few weeks. Not, yeah, it, it, not it, it unravels pretty quick. But for a couple of days, there really was no there's no government imposing rules and so because there was no government imposing rules and yes people were trying to survive but they were doing all the things that Hobbes actually would have predicted they would do in that type of situation he, the reason why life would be solitary poor nasty brutish and short is because everyone would be in it for themselves and it would just and there would be no safety and everyone would just be taking from everyone else because they could or because they had to and for short short periods of time it really does seem to happen. Right, but that very, I mean, there are chaotic periods, but whether something positive ultimately or negative, something dystopian or utopian comes out of that, that doesn't last for very long. I mean, but also, this book takes place over, what, a couple of weeks? So, in those periods where everything breaks down, things go to shit for a while, and eventually they get better. But for these kids, they haven't reached a point where things get better, because they're in that part where everything has broken down and they're just everyone for themselves. Well, it could have very easily... So, if they were on the island for ten years, things would have probably... So well, they, well, they probably would have. Or they'd all be dead. Jack would well, have murdered all those anybody. Kids, who all those kids would be dead. dead. But I mean, I mean, if they were, if they were adults, little yeah. island state, a tropical, you know, a new tropic, a new tropic. Oh, that hurt my nail. Ouch! Don't use your nail, dude. What, is it, what am I supposed to use? My penis? Jimmy, you brought this. I don't know what it is, but the can is like a fucking optical illusion. It's like a magic eye. Yeah, that's, I see a sailboat or a talking pighead. I see Simon. He's the Christ figure. It's <laughs> so it's called. New Tropic, and who produces this? Is this Stillwater? Who is I it? feel like it was. Uh, Stillwater, yeah. What is it? What kind? Is it an IPA? It must be. It is India Pale Ale with mango and passion fruit. Oh, that's delicious. That is yummy. Passion fruit's pretty fucking gross if you ever eat it. And, I've, and it's not like pears. Like I've actually eaten a, a real pear, a real passion fruit. Are you sure? It tastes like an old bag of sand. It's, it tastes like a, like a tropical potato. This is pretty good. No, I've actually had passion fruit at some... This person I used to work with, like I, I just got a, a Groupon for passion fruits. Why does one need a Groupon? I don't for know, but, it, but then the guy had like sixty passion fruits, and he's like, "Have a passion fruit. They're gonna go. They're gonna spoil." Yeah, you can't like, all right, I'll eat a passion fruit passion now. Fruits. And he brought up. They must have been dirt. Is cheap. that one of the ones that you have to like cut open? It's a pain. In the, it's kind of like pomegranate. You have to like open it up. Oh, and so it's, eat most, the it's mostly things. useless. But it's, it tastes. It's very tart. Very the passion fruit itself. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe I didn't have a ripe one. Maybe I had a potato <laughs> passion fruit. I don't know. But I, mean, I, I like on a tree in my backyard, and I've never eaten one. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten them, just never at the right time. But this is nice. I mean, I don't. I mean, mango is. I you know. I heard. Uh, I was at a bar, and I was talking. To the, they had a, one of those things where you could, like filter the beer through. Like, what? They had a thing at this bar where you could filter the beer would be filtered through some other ingredients. Like fr- they could have like fresh hops, and we'd pick up the hop oils. Or is that like when there's like water somewhere and there's a bunch of limes floating in it? Sort of like that, then. Yeah. Okay. But like, I've never seen this before. Um, you don't see it unless it's like a really dedicated beer bar. And they had it, and I was like, oh, I, I have one of these things in my keg at home. I said, oh, I put, and I made, and last time I made an IPA, I put it through mango. I had mango in there, so it picks up the mango, which is pretty cool. And the guy's like, mango's too easy. <laughs> By the way, this guy was, this was in Sweden. He said this in his second language to me. Mango's too easy. Fork, fork, Sven. fork. <laughs> Mango's too easy. <laughs> and then, like, fuck you. Why but should it, why beer be too hard? Why is easy? What, you're just putting it... It's just like mango is such an easy flavor. Like if you put any beer with mango, it's going to be – any IPA with mango is going to be pretty good, I think is what he's trying to say. It oh, it no. Doesn't have the, uh, yeah, right? Like, oh, I, I want it to taste like ass. Can you give me the, the shitty beer, please? The hard beer. Chocolate starfish? I want the challenging beer. So I taste this, and it, the mango, like, this is delicious. I just think of that douchey Swedish guy. Mango's too easy. Fuck you, dude. Mango's delicious. Wherever you are. Yeah. Sweden. Probably Sweden. Stockholm. <laughs> so you didn't get the syndrome then? Cockholm. Uh no, I did not. I was not down with the sickness, as Disturbed would say. <laughs> Wah, uh, uh, uh. They're big songs called Down with the Sickness. Okay. And it was fucking abysmal. He has a... Uh, I don't. He's got it. long points coming out of his face. Does he really? Doesn't he have those fucking, like, long... Oh, like those piercing things. Piercing yeah. coming out of his bottom lip thing. They're very pointy. Douche. Anyway, Disturbed sucks. Oh, wah, uh, uh, uh. Wah, uh, uh. <laughs> Great. I like this. This might be one of my... This might be... 
Besides that, that decadent bang, this might be my favorite beer. Decadent is an appropriate name <coughs> because it was decadent as fuck. It, it was. Though we have one more beer, but we could save it for what? A we have one more beer, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. And like Vanessa Williams, I've saved the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> Is it a fucking Vanessa Williams reference? Uh, who who else would you be referencing if I saved the best for last? I only know her from Eraser. Oh man, that is a that is a. I deep forgot cup. she was even a singer. That was a Eraser. Wow, that was a piece of crap movie. Oh, everything Arnold does is magic, including his shit son, <laughs> his illegitimate like, nanny son, yeah. like the one he had with the housekeeper. The other nanny son, yeah, Arnoldito. <laughs> You know about this Arnold Schwarzenegger has like a love child? I, with I think his, I remember this. I don't know if she's a nanny or... She the, was. She was a nanny or the maid or something. Yeah, like some very stereotypical thing. And Arnold had a love child with her. And like she like was pregnant. He was like terminated. And she was like, no. And he's like, oh, shit. But <laughs> she, took that, she took that pregnancy and jingled all the way to birth and kept it. <laughs> well, he thought he was... I mean, this is a really... She found out on the sixth day and he's like, <laughs> No. <laughs> So we have one more beer, but what else can we say with the book? I mean, the symbolism is super heavy duty, which is great for younger readers. Because when I read it in high school the first time, it wasn't that obvious to me. <laughs> but when it was pointed out, I did not like this book in high school. I didn't love it now, but I thought it was better now. Now, I, I, when I, I read it as an adult, I liked it because it was easy. It was pretty easy. Yeah, as knocked a, the shot in like a day. Yeah, as a kid, it was like this is weird. This is a strange mm-hmm. book. Why are they saying Asmar and Beastie? Why do British people talk wrong? <laughs> Are Sam and Eric conjoined twins? <laughs> yeah. The fucking, like, Siamese twins on the island <laughs> hopping around, four legs. So, Nate, what else do you think about the book? <laughs> I am i don't have anything else. That was my main thing. And do, so you think that people are inherently, like, one fart away from just fucking anarchy, murdering, and raping in the streets? Because that's a thing, like, that's popular yeah, yeah. on television these days. They're like, yeah, the walking dead. I mean, we talked about this when we did the road. Mm-hmm. Like, the walking dead and all these other things. Well, I mean, that, that, the, dis- the it's post-apocalyptic. Not just like, it's not like just like one fart at that point. It's like the total, like, there's like a enormous wipe out of the population. There's like no one left. But the people that are left, instead of going like, hey, let's help each other, they just go immediately into, I'm going to murder I mean, you. They don't all immediately go into it. You kind of miss that point of things in the road, especially. You're just, you catch up at the, you know, you skip the apocalypse itself and you end up what's happened now. So you don't know what it was like in the immediate aftermath. You don't, you don't jump straight to cannibal boy fuckers. It's true. Walking Dead. There were about two years, years in between. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it takes a while. It takes a while to get to cannibal boy fucking. True. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, do, I don't think that it's beyond the, you know, it's, it's not unlikely that if shit gets wiped out that things go to shit pretty bad. I mean, I think I think though that some order will re will reinstate. I think some order will in in certain parts, places. But well, like if there's no if there's no longer like the internet and telephones, the idea of a nationwide government is kind of hard to yeah, just spring up. Certainly, certainly, but the uh, it's not it's also then reasonable that there will be terrible people doing whatever they want. But that exists now. I don't it think, doesn't I don't exist think, now to that extent. I don't think there are that many people that are just like, oh, if there weren't these screwy laws, I'd be out there just cannibal boy fucking. I don't, I don't think, think there'd be a lot of cannibal boy fucking, but I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that there are people who would maybe kill each other just because to survive. I mean, they might see that it's the right thing to do to survive for them and their people. Well, that's true, I guess. I mean, it's not because they like killing. It's because they... It's... It's because I'm reading that other fucking book I was reading, where it's like the dark forest idea, where if you find other people, you have to kill them first because you don't know if they're going to try and kill you. It's just a self-defense thing. Like, you don't know what they're going to be like. You know, like, well, I better trust these strangers when the world has come to an end. Is this the three-body problem, or is this book? That is, it's, yeah, that's the second book in it, but it's an old idea. It's from, like, the time, like, the Romans or some shit. Like, if you come across another civilization, you have to wipe them out because you don't know if they're going to say, hey... There's another person out there. Better wipe them out before they wipe us out. Well, Shazam. Shazam. I guess that's a, as good a segue as we can kind of hope for for this beer. Yeah. Which, Which I think none. I think it has, well, no. It's the best title we've It has ever the had. best title of beer oh, ever. Yeah, for sure. But the title, I mean, it refers to the state on the island and what you guys are, you pessimists are describing. It's called, it's Evil Twin, our second Evil Twin one, like Sam and Eric. It's like I'm having the most beautiful IPA in the most ner- terrible nightmare at once. And what you guys are describing, <laughs> or 
suggesting is that you know the uh, we are living in society on a very tenuous scale, and the moment that civilization blinks, I mean, society I, I blinks. I don't think that the world's going to collapse, but I think it's optimistic to believe that bad things and bad people aren't going to like take full advantage. But bad people and bad things take full advantage now. But not to the extent that they would. That's 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 a hypothetical kind of thing. You, you this whole thing is hypothetical. No, but like to say, like bad people will be more bad. Well, maybe. Yeah, but of maybe, course, but, maybe. But, but all think, of this is maybe. I mean, it all, true, but it also all comes down to like, what's your view of humans? Are people inherently decent or are people inherently evil? So I think, Hobbes and I think Golden most, think they're evil. I think most mm-hmm. people are inherently decent, but I think the people that will come to power are not. Okay. Because they don't. Because decent people don't want to run things. They want to just get by. They just want to do their own thing. That's fair. I mean, that's the way it is now. Narcissists and egomaniacs and psychos kind of take over. Anybody who wants power should not be allowed to have it. Exactly. And with no civilization, that's what's going to happen anyway. So this is a double dry hopped Imperial India Pale Ale. 10.5% alcohol. 10.5? Yeah, it's pretty cloudy. It does not taste like 10.5. This is is fucking lovely. You would say that about a double IPA is pretty strange. I, I mean, it doesn't I taste. Really it doesn't taste too. like a like a. It's not bitter at all. Uh, maybe it's more of those new northeastern style. Yeah, it it's, it's got the cloudy look. It's got the juice flavor. It tastes like juice. So maybe it's maybe it's one of those northeastern style IPAs. It's very nice. That's like a cloudy pea look to it. Yeah, I mean, which I is mean, not is not the compliment. Is, I mean, is, is, isn't this what pea no. looks like all the time? <laughs> There's like no information on there. No. Yeah. Because you, you they, they used up all they used up all their money printing uh, the title. Yeah, the title so long. But you would think they would want to explain no. why they call it that. They don't. You'd think they'd explain, but no, no, no. Yeah, okay. that's a strange title to not you give you something. It. Like our brewer Yepe had a fever dream when he took a lot of peyote and Yepe? Made a, something like that is the guy's name. Yeah. Oh, we are took they the, like we, Danish we, or some shit. Yeah, we looked this up a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was McKellar. It's the brother of the guy. Right. Yeah. Fuck. I can't never remember these things. Too many goddamn brewers. Yeah. Well, they, this dude lives in Brooklyn. So that's why you see the shit all the time. Let's go make friends. We should, right? Why not? Why totally. don't this fucking dude retweet us once? I'll fucking... We'll, we'll hunt him down. Sharpen a stick at both ends. Well, so ultimately, something we've asked about other books in the past, do you think this is a good book to have kids read? Like, this is one of the books you can't graduate high school without I think it seen, is. Even though you didn't like it as a high school student. I didn't like it, but does not mean... It wasn't the worst book we had to read in high school. Certainly. Mm, true. But when you're in high school, you don't really... Unless you're, like, really into reading, which most kids aren't, you're not going to like anything. Good point. But of the books you had to read in high school, this is one of the better ones that high school kids could actually get into. I mean, yeah, the bigger question that Nate and I talked about, and we've all talked about off the podcast, is what's the purpose of making kids read books in high school? Like, shouldn't mm-hmm. it be to make them better readers or more avid readers? But um, or is it have to, to make them just love reading, and that I mean, way that's they'll, they'll way discover better. it by themselves? But that's that's really hard to do. Yeah, but which is better Certainly. in the long run? I don't know. I think I think it's pretty clear which is better in the long run because yeah. you know the average adult reads how many books a year? Zero. 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 So we're uh, so you could become president. <laughs> That's, That's zero books per lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't read the one he wrote. He didn't write it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's because he can't read. Mm-hmm. He could read as long as it's 140 characters. He can read it as long as it's uh, in coloring book form. <laughs> Only if it's in Comic Sans. And has his name in every paragraph. I don't know why I'm jumping on the shit on Trump thing. I'm not a Trump fan, but I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just, this is just, this is too easy. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like, like shooting fish in a barrel. It's not even fun. It's not shooting, even fun. Like shooting retarded fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess kids should read it. Adults should read it. People should read it and think about what it says about people. You know, like internally, are we evil, borderline murderers? You know, I find that aspect of the book much more interesting than the actual book itself. And I kind of wish someone had pointed that out to me. When I was actually in ninth grade, yeah, that really was never discussed when we read it. It was more like that, or what is the symbolism of this character? No, kids don't give a shit about that. Well, especially because kids don't have the context to understand that when Simon falls down on the ground and his arms are out, it's like, oh, that's like the position of Jesus. He's the Christ figure. He's the sacrifice. Of course, kids don't know what Neo is nowadays either. So, well, Neo was also just as heavy-handed, actually. Yeah, but these kids nowadays haven't seen the Matrix. That's old. No, that was nineteen ninety-nine. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Those fucking special effects must look like Game Boy if you watch them now. They're really... Uh, the first one's not that bad because they didn't go over out. Like, no, just the like... They were crazy. Second and third were terrible. Well, because they've been fighting 400 ancient smiths. 
Yeah, those look really bad. Those scenes were terrible. They looked bad then, though. Yeah, they look bad, but they look worse now. So ultimately, it's a book worth reading. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're an adult and you can knock it out in two days. Yeah, we're like five dumps. What beer is the winner for today, gentlemen? Um, well, in terms of name, it has to be Pork Slap. Pork Slap is a great, it's it's a great just, name. It's too perfect. Yeah, it's, it is really funny. Which Oh, the Marshmallow one was the best one, though. That Actually, I, so that was good. I, I mean, this is this, this is a fantastic one. name. We're talking about the "It's like I'm having a dream nightmare IPA," whatever the fuck that's called. So in terms of taste, it's like a full, it's like a Panic at the Disco song title. <laughs> I don't write sins. I write IPAs. <laughs> I write sins, not tragedies. Is a uh, Panic at the Disco okay. song. Also, Great. what the fuck was it? A Fall Out Boy. Yeah, it does look like a Fall Out Boy song title. That's like this kind of thing that it wouldn't even scroll the whole title through iTunes before the song was over. Yeah. Like the screen would keep turning off automatically. I want to know what it's called. Uh, in terms of taste, I mean, that Evil Twin double IPA that it's like I'm having a thing that one, yeah, is really fucking good. It's, it's really, really good. good. It's only second to the marshmallow one. It's close to marshmallow. I don't know if I could have a lot of this because it is you can't have quite a, You decadent. can't have a lot of it, but it's lovely. Did you know the, the, uh, the marshmallow thing is 9.5% alcohol, by the way? I fully believe it. Marshmallows are very high in alcohol. That's science words. Can't deny that. All right, so we got a winner. Best name, pork slap, best tasting one, either the marshmallow or the evil twin. The other ones, pretty solid beers in there too, actually. Cool. So tell us what you thought. Follow us on Twitter at uh, DrunkGuysBC, as in book club. Or send us an email to DrunkGuysBookClub at gmail.com. Or go to Facebook.com slash DrunkGuysBookClub. Or visit the website, DrunkGuysBookClub.com. And if you have listen this far why not take an extra minute and review us on itunes just round up to five stars whatever you're going to do or we'll sharpen a stick at both ends and uh, come after you right up your ass you know <laughs> in the terms of service i'm pretty sure it probably says you can't threaten somebody and take giving it wasn't a threat it was an encouragement some people that might be a, threat, a motivator a yeah it's all about what you're into man <laughs> I don't, you don't want to judge people for what they're into hey man you do you but just give us five stars or 12 join oh. us next week when we read Fight Club by Chuck, Chuck Polaniuk. I think it's Polaniuk. I think we've had, fuck I think cares. We've had this problem. <laughs> okay, bye.